0: Thank you for coming on to today's Bible College. I forgot I was on Bible. I must have been on long spring break. Fernando, your reader, instructor, thank you so much. Let's go ahead and open up with a moment of silence followed by the Lord's Prayer, please. June 24th, don't, don't Tell It Like It Is by Kenny Copeland. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs eighteen twenty one. Again, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Words, words are serious business, folks. And as believers, we need to get serious about learning how to use them. We need to begin to put them to work for us like God himself. The Bible tells us that he uses words to call those things which be not as though they were. Romans 4.17 Most of us don't have the faintest idea how to do that. We spend our lives telling it like it is. We constantly use our mouth to report on the sorry state of affairs around us. Thus, the very thought of calling things which be not as though they were seem a little crazy. You mean I'm supposed to say I'm healed when I am feeling sick? I'm supposed to say I'm prosperous when I am penniless? That sounds like lying to me. No, no, no. There's a vast difference between lying and speaking by faith. A lie is meant to deceive someone. It's designed to make someone believe something that's not true. But to speak by faith is simply to speak words that agree with the word of God instead of the circumstances around you. It's speaking from your spirit instead of from your mind. As the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4.13, we have the same spirit of faith as he had who wrote, I have believed, and therefore have I spoken. We too believe, and therefore we speak. Amplified Bible. Now, that's important. Read the verse again. I have believed, and therefore have I spoken. There are some folks who speak the words, but they don't have the faith to back it up. And as a result, they fall flat on their spiritual faces. They didn't actually call things that be not as though they were. They called things that be not the way they wish they were. Those are two very different things. The words may be the same, but just wishing and hoping won't get the job done. You've got to believe. Begin today bringing both your tongue and your heart in line with the word. Stop telling it like it is and start speaking and believing the promises of God. Put the power of words to work for you. Put the power of words to work for you. In Proverbs 15, the Amplified Bible says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Hey, check that out. Look at this. See wrath as your problem, okay. The the offender bender. A soft What's a soft answer? Woo, got into a fender bender. What's what's a grievous words? Well, that son of a gun car. You know, you start cursing the driver, everything out. Then you stir up anger within yourself. And you serve anger within the problem. The problem has feelings too, guys. But a soft answer will turn away wrath. Yep, I did it. Best thing is going to happen to me. You know, what I usually say is I say what uh, uh, Stanley, Lauren, Hardy used to tell each other. Well, another fine mess you got me into, Stanley. And that's exactly what humor comes in. And humor is, is representative of God. That's what I believe, folks. is working for me. So don't disturb the court. All is well. Everything is going smooth. All the appliances are complying. We had a refrigerator that went out. I pulled it out. And I, and I looked in the Internet. So I did all the things. And I... Uh, I'm ready to uh, yank it outside. And someone said, hey, why don't you clean it a little more and check this, check that. So I cleaned the refrigerator. The Amana refrigerator started working again, to my surprise. It went out again. I pulled it out and I cleaned it. And then it started making noise. And then it started working again, working properly working really good. I got really fond of the refrigerator. Meanwhile, the neighbor moved out, and they couldn't take this fridge with them. Actually, they're retired, and they said, Look, she didn't want it. She goes, that refrigerator is new. So, and, uh, so I, I did them a favor. I took the doors off it and pulled it out of their house and brought it over here. But my words were speaking all as well to the amount of refrigerator, and it kept working. It kept serving us. Appliances have feelings, folks. Cars have feelings. You know, let's have some fun, guys. If it isn't working for you, it's because it isn't working for you. (laughs) Verse 2 of Proverbs 15 say, The tongue of the wise utters knowledge rightly, but the mouth of the self-confident fool pours, pours out folly. So the tongue of the fool utters stupidity wrongly or utters words wrongly but the tongue of the wise utters knowledge rightly but the mouth of the self-confident fool pours out folly now folks verse 3 the eyes of the lord are in every place keeping watch upon the evil and the good Sounds to me like he's keeping an eye on our evil words and our good words. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch upon the evil and the good. And there's a lot of references to this: Job 34:21, Proverbs 5:21, Jeremiah 16:17, Jeremiah 32:19, and Hebrews 4:13, about the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Verse 4, a gentle tongue with its healing power is a tree of life. There you go again, folks. But willful contrariness in it breaks down the spirit. You know, I'm going to tell it like it is. So and so, listen, that government, a gentle tongue with its healing power. What's a gentle, gentle tongue with its healing power? All is well. I got a bill the other day. I said, Jesus, you have mail. Jesus, you got mail. I thank you, Jesus, for this bill. That's a gentle tongue, guys, with its healing power. And, you know, come to think about it, the bill was taken care of. The bill is a a tree of life. You know, I have been buying the things that I like, uh, you know, quality olive oil, sardines, or, or salmon's and stuff. We've been on a budget, and I as soon as I said that, that it was uh, the bill was taken care of from left field. And I wondered, I said, "Wow, all I had to do was let go and let God, and not insist on things like I used to, and things are working out, folks. Just amazing. Just all is well." A gentle tongue with its healing power is a tree of life. What's a tree of life? Folks, you get a tree that you can continually get fruit from. You know, you say it till you subconsciously establish it in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit. You put a rubber band on your wrist every time you, you mess up and don't say it. You, you bang yourself, bang your wrist. Sting your wrist with a rubber and say, I thank God I'm a misfit. I thank God I'm a misfit because I didn't praise the Lord before the problem. Before I judged the problem, I jumped the gun. So what you want to do is put a good habit, make a new good habit on top of an old habit. The old cursing habit is your reminder of your commitment and a reminder for you to praise that you forgot to praise the Lord beforehand on the problem. You forgot to say, all is well, problem. My God covers me. My God takes care of me. My God supplies all my needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So, having many problems and many rubber bands becomes a treasure throw. The King of Kings, the God Almighty, the Creator of the earth is listening to you and goes to work to fix the situations around him. If he doesn't fix the situation, he'll give you a lot of love for it. A lot of love for it. And, you'll, you, and you understand that the situation is helping you to grow in faith, believing, and, and helping you to grow in other areas. Amen. Verse 5. A fool despises his father's instructions and corrections. A fool despises his father's instructions and corrections. Yeah, there's a lot of fools out there. I used to be one. A fool will say, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard of. To thank God that I got into a fender bender. To thank God I got to go up front before the judge for setting these things. You thank God that I'm not supposed to worry about the situation, but I'd rather squirm and, and lie. A fool despises his father's instructions and correction. You know what correction is? Correction is going through a humiliating situation and learning from it. You're being corrected, erected, set right in the right thing. So be thankful for the corrections. Be thankful for when people went off on you and cussed you up and down or ridicule you or challenge you on your ways because get better on that thing they challenge you. Get, Get precise on the thing they challenge you. Don't take it as an offense. Take it as a kick upstairs that you'll be a better person because of that. Use that rage and that hurt and that anger for bettering yourself. Who knows if that wasn't God's intention. I read earlier in an article that said irritation is is to get us out of our comfort zone. Irritation is to move us into a higher level of thing. That's why irritation comes to us when we, we have the the remote in our hands and we're going from and we're there too long. The God's mercy is getting us, someone is talking to us, someone keeps bothering us. The irritation is you had enough of that. You need to get moving, you need to get up. That's what your Johnny Wooden would say. I, in other words, I irritate players to get them where they want to be. But they need coaching. They need to be helped. So we need coaching, folks. We need to be helped. He who regards reproof acquires prudence. So this is what we're going to acquire. If we regard the reproof, in other words, we get we get electrified to our truest sense. We get loaded up with electrons, reproof. We get rightly thinking. We will acquire prudence. Now, who doesn't want prudence? Okay? That's the objective of irritation, folks. No matter where it comes from, prudence is what God wants us to have. He wants us to have so much prudence and love That when more irritation comes to test us, it just falls right out of us. We are already on the skill mode. We are already in the godly skill. We are already, we already paid the price. We're good. Verse 6, in the house, the uncompromising righteous is great, priceless treasure. But with the income of the wicked is trouble and vexation. Amen. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, sifting it as shaft from the grain. Not so the minds and hearts of the self-confident and foolish. We don't, we don't have to worry about the self-confident and foolish listening to this. They're long gone. They, they're, they have been offended a long time ago. But kudos to you, wise and knowledgeable and kind person that you are. You're shifting with me the shaft from the grain. And we're and we are enjoying a cupful of wisdom, God's love. Verse 8. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination, hateful and exceedingly offensive to the Lord. Wow. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination, hateful and exceedingly offensive to the Lord. And it works for us too when someone said to Jesus. Uh, you're good. And Jesus says, why call me good? Because he saw how offensive that was because it was all flattery. Flattery is offensive, guys. all, All love and credit should be to the creator. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. So how do we make God delightful? Prayer. The prayer of the upright is His delight. When we're praying with gratitude and thanksgiving, oh, it reaches God's heart and makes Him delightful. How you doing today? Delightful. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's finish up our teaching now. It's going to be 17 minutes. That's the national standard of attention. It's probably gone down since the internet introduction of, uh, of the internet let's pray Heavenly father we thank you so much lord god for your great love thank you father we praise you we thank you that you are our daddy you instruct us and you teach us and you you said you will never leave us nor forsake us lord we thank you for the reproof the corrections we thank you for the love thank you for administering our medicine that we need each one of us lord thank you for the counsel Lord, the laughter and that magnificent loving kindness that you give us on a daily basis. We rejoice and we say yes and amen to all your promises. Thank you for this day, Lord. It's a loving, wonderful daddy that you are. We love you. Amen. Have a nice day, family. Give them heaven and joy this day. Catch you on the next clip.